Welcome, my friends, to the shit show that never ends. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Oh, how's it going? It's going. Wild weekend. Yeah, God, wild weekend with just obvious sports things, but (laughs) also it was like a nonstop weekend for just like stuff. It's like one of the first weekends I've been home in a while and it was just jam packed with shit that I'm right. Just trying to be productive. Yes. And it's just impossible. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, well, I don't know if you saw my post today, but we are like so close, so close to 10 K to the point where like, if I looked it up right now, we may have already hit it. So look it up. going to go ahead and golf clap. Cheers okay. to us. Because once this is posted, we will certainly hit our 10 K. So yay. Congratulations. We have Congrats. now hit 10,000 listens. Yay. Yeah. I mean, good for us. I don't know. I don't know what else to say for that. Thanks everyone who contributed and who continues to listen. We really obviously uh, couldn't get there without you. Yes. Thank you for sticking with us. (laughs) God, I love to celebrate with booze, but I feel like that's been my decision of choice lately is, oh, today sucks. Is it too early to drink? No. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's never too early for that. Um, yeah, maybe next week we'll pop a bottle of champagne or something. We haven't done that in a while. Okay. I love that idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a, a little silly next episode. That way we know we're officially over the hump and I'll make a post and all that good fun stuff, but yeah, we're there. So appreciate everyone. I know we had like, you know, kind of made some goals before and like, I always knew like trying to hit it before the end of the year was like going to be a stretch, but was hopeful. Um, so I mean, we didn't hit that, but like 18 days fast, isn't like the craziest, you know, miss ever, but you know, now we'll just have to set some more goals, like, you know, 20 K maybe we can get there by the end of the year or something. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to have to fun. And we still, we still are looking for, friends in the Dakotas like yeah. what is up with that those two states and then Do I think, we have a Wyoming though I don't know I need to go look I I forgot because a, a few a couple of our very good friends were just in Big Sky and I remember telling them I was like if y'all go into Wyoming please oh, listen somebody. to our listen to at least one of our episodes and she like told us or she told me there's a good chance that they would go to Wyoming, but we didn't talk about it, you know, beforehand. So I don't know. I need to go look at the map thing. So I I'll have to double check, but as far as I know, we still need both of the Dakotas for sure. Wyoming is iffy, but we might still need it as well. So okay, please reach out to any and all of your friends in the Dakotas or the Wyoming, the state of Wyoming. We need listens there to f- complete our, United States right. bingo card. Call your cousin that needs to learn more about sports. Just go. Yeah. Call anyone. I don't even care at this point. I'll at this point, I'm gonna look up flights to that area just to do it myself so we can <laughs> cross that off the list. 
or bingo United States. Yeah, bingo. I'll wait till like springtime though. Cause like, I ain't going there now. No. Yeah, no, let's wait. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so congrats to women can't parlay pat our backs 10,000 who would have thought never me no no but someone that we need to shout out that has absolutely helped us get to that 10k would be the always fabulous dimers.com we are presented to you by dimers and by points bet because dimers has teamed up with points bet for an exclusive offer where any new user who signs up with them and bets $50 will get a free Dimers hoodie. To claim the offer, just head on over to the link of our page, dimers.com slash women can't parlay and click the points bet link. Once you sign up and deposit your $50, you'll be able to claim your free Dimers hoodie. New users who claim this offer will be able to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So head to the link now, claim and support us, and to claim your new Dimers hoodie. Hoodie! Get some hoodies, y'all. I need a hoodie right now. I'm kind of cold. Yeah, I know. I have this. I love this jacket I'm wearing, but it's also so fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) It's itchy. I'm comfort over fashion, clearly. (laughs) No, I should be less like this. That's for sure. (laughs) Well... Uh We really only have one thing to focus on the agenda this week, and that would be obviously NFL football wildcard weekend. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I think it's, you know, let's obviously break it down as much as we, you know, as unapologetic Dallas Cowboy fans probably don't want to do that. uh, We're going to. So I don't know about you, but I feel like we're probably going to get into the Dallas Cowboy talk very intensely, mainly because of who we are and to, because it was like the only actual game of the weekend. Well, other than one other game, but um, yeah, so I feel like it's going to be intense. So I think we should probably let's talk about all the other games first and then we'll save the Cowboys game for last. No, agreed. That's uh, exactly my thought process. Okay. Well, uh, the weekend started out with what I was referring to as the only other game of the weekend, which was Raiders Bengals. Yes. Um, the only other decent game of the slate. I feel like Bengals ended up being victorious 26 to 19 over the Raiders. I took the Bengals here. I felt like Joe Burrow and the Bengals have been they just, up. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's the best way to put it. I was going to say like, they have been on a hot streak, which maybe that sounds stupid because I think every team, you know, obviously that we're talking about made the playoffs. So that's probably a bad way to put it, but trending upwards is a great so. I don't think it. so. No, yeah. I think you're right. I think they yeah. are on somewhat of a hot streak. Yeah, you could make the arguments for sure. This coming off the Raiders, very controversial decision to win that game against the Chargers versus Ty. Yeah. Some people on, you know, of course, Twitter being like karma, blah, blah. I'm like, get out of here Come with that man. shit. It's I mean, I totally, sport. yeah. I mean, we broke it down last week heavily, but like, obviously if you're in a situation where you can face the Bengals versus the Chiefs, like I don't blame them for picking the Bengals. Still didn't work out in their favor, but I don't think they would have beat the Chiefs either. So, like, 
Let's get real. I'm not subscribing to the karmatic bullshit that's being thrown out about them in that way. Neither am I. I mean, I think the right team won here. The Bengals, like, I think played the better game. There, however, was some drama that we do need to address, which is this erroneous whistle. I watched it. I rewatched it. I watched it in slow-mo and zoomed in. There shouldn't have been a whistle, but there was. And now it's like, aren't they trying to say like it was after the play or something? I'm like, yeah, it's a whole mess. So like, obviously, like you said, you know, Bengals score this touchdown, but before the catch was made in the end zone to score, the refs blew the whistle. Now, I think anyone who has eyeballs, also probably anyone who's not a Raider fan is looking at that going, it didn't fucking matter. Like, yes, the whistle blew. Yes, it blew before he caught the ball, but did that stop anything in that play from actually happening in the in the end result that happened? No, it's not like the whistle blew and immediately the def- the everyone on defense like just put their hands up in the air and then like didn't stop the play or something. No, that outcome would not have changed no matter when that whistle was blown. So, and here's where it gets dicey and and you being a rule follower may have the, the issue with this is that the rules state that that touchdown should have been called back and they had to replay the down because because the the whistle was blown before the touchdown was technically caught. So the rules state that like, they should not have gotten that and they should have replayed the down even though it was an error by the refs, like that's just what happens sometimes. So so I guess that is my question with the rules. Are there not bylaws in there referring to erroneous whistles? Because obviously that happens, maybe not a lot, but it happened this time. So there are, it worked in favor for the Bengals. So it's not as well. It only worked in favor from the Bengals because the refs actually didn't handle it per protocol. So because of the protocol being, there was an erroneous whistle before the ball was caught. That play should have been called dead because technically it was dead at the whistle before the ball was caught. So they should not have technically gotten that touchdown and should have replayed the down. But the refs kind of like fucked up, I guess, or like, and again, he probably was like, oh shit, man, I sneezed and I had my whistle in my mouth. Well, I think for all intents and purposes, kind of like what I already said is like, we all know that them blowing that whistle when they did didn't impact the outcome of that game uh, outcome of that play. So I think, I don't know if the refs were just like whatever. And then they handled it a little too casually. And then like, uh, you know, balls were kicked and like they moved on. And then when people went back and watched it, it was like, well, the whistle really did blow before he caught it. So of course, uh, if you're a Raiders fan, you know, you're going to be like, that's fucked up. The rule says this, blah, blah, blah. But I think as a human, we can all be like, we know he caught that ball and it was a touchdown and the whistle didn't impact the play. But that's the problem. That's the argument. But the fucked up thing and what makes the no sense and what has caused it to spiral now is that, of course, because of this error, the NFL kind of has to come out with a statement, which they waited to do till after the game. But instead of just owning the fact that like, hey, yes, 
we fucked this up. Is what should have happened. Twice. This is what did happen, and this is what we did wrong. Blah blah blah. They're like trying to lie as if we live in like 1929. Or in and a, there's like, no video country. footage of yeah. it. And like, we can't all with our eyes and ears see that yeah. it was caught and the whistle was blown before then. And they're like, the whistle came after the play. And it's like, it's, that absolutely didn't happen. So like, try the fuck again. Yeah, it happened almost like right as Joe Burrow threw the ball, like a split second after, which I, like some people were saying like, or during the game, they were like, oh, maybe he was out of bounds. Let's see. And then he clearly wasn't. Yeah, I'd have to go back and watch it. The way I remember it is the whistle blew milliseconds before he caught the ball. Well, right. But it was a short pass. So it was right. like, yeah, you're right. I mean, split second after he threw it and a split second before. Yeah, he that's like, your good pretty point. Much in the like the same the company thing. Company. It, yeah. With the, yeah. No, you're right. But, so, but that's what I mean is like when you watch it, it's not like any outcome would have changed. Like, right. I don't know. I think it's one of those like weird, unfortunate so, circumstance situations. And if you're a Raiders fan, do you have a leg to stand on? Sure. If you need to like sleep better at night, knowing that great, but like it, he, he it was clearly a touchdown. Like it just yeah. was. So like you can live and die on that whistle Hill all you want. It is what it is. Sorry, I'm not sorry, Raiders. Remember Thanksgiving? I do. That was also in the second quarter, by the way. So it wasn't even like a yeah. game-ending thing. Well, and that again, was, they would have been I able to replay the down. So it's like very likely that they still would have gotten a touchdown. Right. And we'll never know. But plays like this can change the outcome of a game. But like, again, it was in the second quarter. You had two quarters to, to get back after that. And that is very doable. So while I agree with the rule, like being a rule follower thing, I don't agree with this fucking rule because in the case exactly like this, like, and you could roll reverse, you could call that against us and I would be pissed that it happened to us, but I would still be like, that's a touchdown. Whether the whistle was blown or not, like that's a fucking touchdown. Yeah, yeah I think it's all just circumstantial too on like when oh, it's blown and what what's happening on defense versus offense. Like if it truly impacts the outcome of the game, it's a different scenario, but you can't really base the rules on scenarios. So like, I get it. And yes, by rule, things should have happened differently. They didn't. We can't yeah. go back and change time. I just think the NFL, once again, yeah, just idiots, complete idiots for coming out and trying to tell us something we know is a lie. Like, bro, well, I know that the whistle blew before the fucking thing was over. Yeah, well, and now until they, until they admit that, which is so weird because we can all see in here, there can't be a fix to the rule until they actually admit that there was a fucking problem. Yeah. I don't really know how you change the rule though, either. So it's like, well, it, I think it, that they in, just got, they got it wrong. I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, that shouldn't be a rule though. Cause like when, if, if they would have called it the opposite and made them replay the down, I would be fucking pissed if I was the Bengals, even if I scored another touchdown, I'd be fucking pissed. I mean, that never should have been blown. Like, the fucking you know, that's the problem is it shouldn't have been blown, but it does. It just does accidentally happen for me. I'm not going to say that I think the rule is stupid because you need the rule because there are times when the whistle is blown dead and the defense does stop and the offense keeps going. And so it's like, that's, you know, by rule, the whistle is the ultimate dead ball. So well, for fair. me, it's like, I, I, what I'm saying is they, 
absolutely by rule should have called that touchdown back, but they didn't. I'm going to live with it being okay because we know it didn't impact the outcome because the outcome would have been the same as a Raiders fan. You can be mad about it, but like it is what it is. We can't change it, but I mean, yes, in the moment, I don't know if it's a challengeable thing. I don't know. So like their coach maybe should have thrown the red flag. I'm not sure that you can challenge that or not. I doubt it. Still scratching their heads about this, right? Like, well, and I think that's, again, if they could throw a fucking flag, that's what's the most hilarious thing is like, instead of the NFL coming out and being like, hand up, like, yeah, it, it should have gone a different way. They're just trying to tell us all that we're crazy And like, Like, as if we can't fucking watch the replay and hear when the whistle actually blew, like, that's not it. Like, that's not the answer. I feel like they're trying to save face because of all the other bullshit things that have happened this year with specifically like ref teams. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, like, it is what it is. I, I had no intention of us talking about that one play for 20 minutes, but the good news is. It's like the only other thing that happened outside of the Cowboys game. So we'll move through the rest of these fairly quickly. I have no doubt. Um, But just to finish up Raiders Bengals, like there's a couple other notes I had other than just being, you know, I'm happy for Joe Burrow. I'm happy for the Bengals. I'm always big on like underdogs, like I've said, which both of these teams would be considered an underdog, but the Bengals, I mean, They haven't won a playoff game in 31 years, which apparently was 1991, which makes me want to kill myself because I was very much alive in 1991. And to me, when you say something like 31 years ago, I view that as like 1971. Um, So that's a whole nother problem mentally going on in my head, in my life. But I also am just over the whole like, there was this big like storyline going on with this and just, you know, I think every team, because we added a new week. So it's like, there's just an addition of all these new stats now and people just getting so like, just getting like off on all these new fucking sentences that you can put together and I'm over it. So like this whole Bengals text thing. So like texting was invented until like, the year after the Bengals won their last playoff game. So there's this this big thing about no one in the history of the world or the history of time has ever sent a text message saying the Bengals won a playoff game. So that was like leading up to this game was this whole big ordeal. And then afterwards it was like, send the text. And I'm like, this shit gets on my fucking nerves. I like stats and stats are great. And we'll probably throw some at you this fucking episode. But like when you start having like six propositions in that fucking sentence for a stat, the stat is just you being crazy. Like it gets very stupid and very dumb. And like, that's what I keep overplayed. Exactly. And that, that just keeps being a theme now with like, now that we've added another week is like, you know, all, all, there's so many stats now of like, this has never happened. We've never done this on this day. This is, you know, this team has never gotten this many yards, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, yeah, we added an extra fucking week, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the Super Bowl's never happened on February 13th. No fucking shit. We pushed everything yeah. back. I feel like stats should now just be at a like per game basis. Like no quarterback has ever thrown this many yards in a 17 game season. 
Like, yeah, well, which that's always, that will always be the asterisk, right? It'll always be that notation. There's always things that change where you've got the asterisk, but I'm like, when you've got to start throwing in like three or four propositions to make the stat a stat, you're not really making a stat. You're forcing a stat. Yeah. Like I saw one the other day that was like, big Ben is the longest tenured quarterback that's only played for one team. Okay. So let's think about that. Tom Brady has been in the NFL longer as a quarterback. He also played for the Patriots longer than big Ben played for the Steelers. So all that stat is saying is because Brady has played for two teams. His Patriot time doesn't count. Yeah. That's dumb as fuck. That's a dumb stat. So I'm just like, let's get, let's everyone, let's bring it down a notch on the calm down on the new stats, which I mean, don't come at me in like 20 minutes or 40 minutes when I bring dumb stats, but. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm going to get real hypocritical here. There's one that I thought was funny from Tom Brady of all people that I'll, I'll tell you all later, but when we get into that, but anyway, Bengals Raiders Bengals move on. Good job, Joe Burrow. Sounds like the state of Louisiana is rallying around him and they are all like collectively going out and buying Bengals Joe Burrow jerseys to celebrate. I love it. Anyway, moving on. Next game was Patriots Bills. Um, Hand up. I thought this game was going to be better. I I certainly thought the Bills were going to win, but I thought this game would be much closer than it was. Me too. Uh, 47 17 was the final score. And a lot of those points on the Patriots side were much later in the game than they were earlier. The bills look great. They never punted the ball. They scored on every drive. I think was the ultimate ending result of that. Like nuts. That is wild. But you know, obviously kind of a big Showdown being that they're both AFC East teams and they had split the series. So the Bills now back-to-back AFC East champions. So they might be the new crowned jewel of of that division. And the Patriots clearly still have a lot of work to do. I think it's interesting to kind of see Patriots fans in this situation because last year was you know kind of the first year where they struggled right in forever yeah but I think they were kind of mentally from just me being like a bystander I feel like mentally they were all kind of like putting it off as COVID like COVID year doesn't count and like they changed quarterbacks and you know Cam was kind of a a liability to some degree like it just didn't really pan out I guess Um, But I think this year being that they showed a lot of improvement and they've really got a lot riding on Mac Jones. I felt like Patriot fans went into this really like thinking like they could win the Super Bowl again and they were worse than us. (laughs) Well, that's uh, yeah. I don't want to get too like (laughs) hypocritical over here, but uh, as a Cowboy fan, I have not come off of like seven recent fucking Super Bowls. So But I just think it's an interesting like dynamic that they, for the first time in a very long time, are having to experience heartache in Boston. So it's like one of those things where it's funny 
it's nice to see in a way, but then like as a cowboy fan, I have this thought of like, that's what we used to be like 25 years ago. So I'm like, is it funny to be like Patriot fans? Like you can look at us Dallas Cowboy fans like 25 years down the road and this is what you have to look forward to. Yeah. It's like, I wish this upon no one, but I kind of don't care if I wish it upon Patriot fans. Yeah, I don't either. I'm ready to pass that torch. Yeah, but then I look at it and I'm like, we still get hate as Cowboy fans. And so I'm like, there's a part of me that's almost getting like, a weird soft spot for Patriots fans in that I am like, I'm hating on them the same way people hate on Cowboys fans. And I can't stand the way people hate on us as Cowboys fans. But I think for me, it's different because we haven't won now in 25 plus years to where you don't have a leg to stand on anymore. Like, but we're not the like powerhouse that needs to be. So I just get really annoyed when people still are like hating on Cowboys fans. Yeah, me too. I'm like, it's almost more sad. I'm like, we're sports fans. Like we're fans of our true fans of our team. We're supposed to be delusional. That's what team, that's what fans do. But like for people to hate fan bases so bad, like I get the hate on like the LA or like the Yankees because those aren't people's real fans. And even like our bandwagon for like fans, but we we certainly have them. Like we do for sure. And I'm not here to say that we don't, but what I will say is like, we do have a, tr- a huge true fan base and for people to hate a team, like a team as much as they hate the Cowboys. I'm like, yeah, that's sad for you. Not us. Like, yeah, No, I saw a poll on Twitter even today. That was like, who are you more excited to see lose this weekend? The Patriots, the Steelers, the Cowboys or the Eagles, which oh. those are some pretty hated fucking teams. And the Cowboys won by like 90% of that vote. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, how are we hated that much? We haven't won in this so fucking long. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I get it with the Patriots because they've just won for so long. Everyone's just ready to see a new top dog. Like, that's where my hatred or whatever you want to call that is coming from. My want for them to lose is because I'm tired of them winning. Yeah. We haven't won. So like, I just am like, I don't know, I guess it's something that we'll always be oblivious to. And we just yeah, won't understand like, as cowboy fans. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, there's literally nothing wrong with having hope. Like that's what every sports team has for their team. Every fucking season. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but. It's funny. I'm with you. Um, But yeah, I mean, definite snooze fest on this game. For sure. Um, did you have anything else on it? Fuck, which one were we even talking about? Oh, Bills. <laughs> Patriots, Bills. Um, yeah, no, I have nothing. Okay. Um, similar thing, Bucks, Eagles. Um, yeah, did they even play? Like, <laughs> did they even have any starters in? Like, they shouldn't have. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I think at, like, the end of the fucking half, they could have taken Tom Brady out. But it, it ended up being 31-15. Uh, Bucks obviously won that game, which I, in a weird way, was, uh, like, rooting for the Eagles in a, to win. I know. Because I was just like, yeah, I'd fucking rather the Eagles win and beat the Bucks than have to play the Bucks. Yeah. And so then it's like when the Cowboys lose, it's like every Eagles fan ever I, is just like freaking the fuck out on Twitter. And I'm like, I just love how y'all are so obsessed with us. Like, 
Yeah. You all played like actual dog shit. Obviously we had an embarrassing performance. So like hand up, but for you to like go on a tirade about the Cowboys losing when you lost the way you did is just like hilarious. I, mean, I can't, I, I, and I think that's, what's funny is like, I spend very little time worrying about the Eagles. Like, yeah, I mean, we killed you both point. games this season. So like, yeah, good point. I was about to actually say something nice about them, but I'm going to go ahead and take that back before I even say it. So yeah, well, like never I said, it was, it was hard to watch that Eagles bucks game because like, I never want the Eagles to win, but like, I was definitely hoping that they would beat the Bucks. Like, fuck yeah, that'd be cool. And then to continue on this like snooze fest path, Steelers chiefs, like same fucking thing. Yeah. So boring. Yeah. I, I was so like emotionally shattered. I couldn't even like, I sat on my couch and I watched this game, but I didn't watch this game. I was just in a very bad place. I wasn't surprised by the outcome. I think like, and I'll kind of get into a little more gambling talk today here in a little bit, but like, I thought that of all the underdogs, this one might be the one to like shock people, which is looking back was dumb, but they, they were just like, the Steelers had like 12 points or something. And I just thought maybe with big Ben's last ride and like, you know, all that shit, like maybe they could pull together and cover, but I ended up, I bet this game and I bet the chiefs, it was just the only dog that I actually ended up being tempted by and they didn't cover, but I didn't post this play. Cause I was so like, couldn't fucking process what had just happened in the cowboy game. So then we'll just jump to last night's game too, before we get into the Cowboys debacle. Still boring. Yeah. Ram Cardinals, Rams, Rams win it 34 to 11. I will also be honest here. Like I bet the Rams and I felt good about that, but I thought it was going to be a much closer game. Like this to me was the hardest game for me to analyze or, you know, review, make any decision on from a gambling perspective. I felt good about the Rams, but like, I just definitely was shocked at how bad the Cardinals played. It was bad. It was bad. And I mean, and, and not, just playing bad, but just, and I think this has been a pattern with them. They just refuse to adjust. They can't just continue to do the same thing over and over again and expect it to change. And that they, I don't know. They're in a tough spot though. They've got this young coach, this young quarterback, but then they've got people who are done and it's like, yeah, they kind of have a mix of like super right. old injured guys yes. like DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt. Yes. And then they have like Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. That's exactly and- what I'm saying. I'm like, but it, you do look at like Kyler and you look at Cliff and you think, oh no, it's this fresh team. And, and then you look deeper and you're like, not all of it though. Yeah, it's weird. There's definitely a disconnect and I don't know necessarily what it is because I don't care yeah. enough to look any more into it. They but- might be the frauds of the year. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I don't know. We haven't. Especially because they started out so hot. We might at the end of the year season or whatever, have to give out awards and they what? might end up winning frauds of the year. If Let's that's rank. right. Yeah. We definitely need to do that. Yeah. We, we should come fun. up with some awards for this season. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, which I will say Buda Baker got a little fucked up in that game. And I a little. Totally it. 
I totally missed it, but um, no, he got a lot fucked up. But I think he's fine. No, that's not. That's the only reason I brought it up is because he is good to go. Well, I don't know, good to go, but he was released from the hospital and yeah. got to go back home. Today. Yeah, I I will say there was a lot of people asking today that I saw on Twitter being like, "There's not much of an update," but I just knew last night they had announced that like he was moving in all extremities and blah blah blah. So like, I think when I say he's fine, I mean I think we know that he's not like paralyzed because that was the concern. After yeah, watching that video. fucking hit. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. I missed it. Obviously I've seen it a million times now. Or then like. Yeah. I don't want to see any of that shit. I can't even watch the injuries in real time when I'm watching the game. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm literally over here shutting my eyes, like hand over like the TV. I don't want to see that shit. I can't. But anyway, back to the games. I mean, Cardinals, Rams, like we said, Rams are moving on and they looked great yesterday their defense was insanely good and I think that's been the question of the Rams this year is like they've been they've shown us they can be good but then they've shown us they can be inconsistent so it's like if they play the way they played yesterday and continue that trend and like trend upward they quite possibly could win the Super Bowl yeah no doubt Um, now Maybe the maybe the Cardinals made them look better than they are. I don't know. We'll have to see. But yeah. I was quite impressed with the way that they played yesterday. Yeah, they had a, a pretty seamless game. Yeah, agree. Moving on to the unfortunate game that we were heavily emotionally invested in, which is the 49ers Cowboys. And I really don't even know where to start other than just like saying like, hi, my name is Jessica and I am in an abusive relationship with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that goes all over the place because I'm not mad right now. Like, I don't think the team, our team at the end of the season deserved to go further than we went. Um, If I'm being honest, I'm a Cowboy fan and always will be. And I'm not like mad at this team. I just don't think we could fully get our shit together this year. I don't know. I think I'm mad at this team because we <laughs> yeah. just, I mean, I'm, I mean, just to be real, like we have way too much talent yeah, and way too much money yeah. on this team for us to go and do that bullshit that we pulled. You're right. Day. That's so true. like, I am mad. I don't know who my mad needs to be directed at. I don't know if it's McCarthy. I don't know if it's Kellen Moore. I don't know if it's Jerry Jones. I don't know if it's Dak. I don't know. If it's, you know, the whole organization, I don't know, but I'm mad at this team. Like, yeah, I guess I don't think I've reached that phase of my grief yet. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, yeah, I completely understand. Um, I'm still processing. I don't know what phase is what, but it's kind um, kind of schizo in my brain right now. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, I'm looking at my notes and I'm just like, I am, I am a mess. Like, I am a meltdown just as much as this organization melted down. So like, I don't know how to even like talk about this game. Well, one thing, one thing I will say that I, for once, I don't feel super pissed at Jerry Jones right off the bat. And that's because some of the comments he made after the game, because I hate to blame a ref situation too. And I really appreciate that he was like, it shouldn't have come down to that play anyway. So the fact that it did really sucks but we shouldn't have been there. And he said a lot of other things, but that in itself to me 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad he said that because that's that's a fact. That is a statement yeah. as a fact. And if he would have gone the opposite route, which we can get into, I would have been a little more like, really, dude, come on. Like, no, yeah, you didn't hear me list the refs just now in the list of people that I don't know who to be mad at because I'm not mad at the refs. Like, I'm frustrated in that. I'm the, frustrated a couple. I mean, times. it's it's frustrating in that that ref decided to be twenty nine thousand yards away, and I don't know what he was doing during that play when we yeah. moved, when Dak ran and moved up the field. Yeah. So yeah, there's a level of like, what the fuck? But again, I'm not going there because it in Jerry's same words, like it shouldn't have come down to that. And whoever fucking made that play call. We have, I have a, I have an issue with you specifically. I do too. Why the fuck was that the call? Yeah, obviously I can't be the one to answer that question. Because I'm um, to the masses, like whoever's listening, like whoever was responsible for that. Yeah. And Dak said like 30 times only because of course he was asked like a million times after the game, like why that play or like, why did y'all think it would work or blah, 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 all this shit. And it was like. Well, it's a play we've done a million times in that exact situation. No, but we if, haven't. No, we have not. But we don't know what they fucking do in practice. They could have practiced that a million times. We don't but fucking you, know. That, that, that doesn't matter. You're not in game. You don't have the ref situation, well, situational awareness saying. to deal that's with. That's what I was going to say. Like, I believe hundred percent that they've practiced that play before. Well, but yeah. I mean, I, I could practice gymnastics. It doesn't mean I'm doing it. No, like, I know. But that's my point. Like, all I'm saying is what he was saying is they yeah. ran it a million times and they knew what they were doing and it didn't work out the way they wanted it to work out, which I'm like, Yeah. Obviously, clearly, because like you said, there are, I doubt you're practicing it with full refs on the field. There's no way the competitor against this, against that. I mean, that's not a play that you can practice because of the refs involvement in a very, very short window of time, which is why you don't run that fucking play is that. Yeah. That's my point is like, I don't care. You can run it 12,000 times. Yeah. You can't practice that because there's too many things in motion and that's too risky for 14 seconds. Like, well, and, okay. Practice it for like begin before halftime play. Sure. But at the end of the third quarter or the first quarter, not at the fourth quarter, that is not a fourth quarter play. No, not right? when you're down by six and you need to fucking score to move on to the divisional round of the goddamn playoffs. Yeah. It's baffling. I mean, again, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there was 14 seconds to look back and say in retrospect, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. But at the time, I don't know what the fuck again. Oh, I'm sorry. In foresight. I think it is very obvious that you do not run that play. I'm sorry. I'm not a football coach. I have no leg to stand on saying that, but everyone in their dog and me included on my couch, when he started running, I started fucking crying because I was like, this isn't it. Like I knew from the moment that he took yeah, off, what's happening? this is not going to be good Yeah, because you don't run there. Like there's 14 seconds left. You don't have enough time for all the things that need to happen. Now you could argue that like, maybe if he ran like five less yards or just five yards or whatever, there might've been enough time. But to me, that's why you don't run there because you have 14 seconds left and their defense is side is on a sideline defense right now. 
just take two shots at the end zone, especially that first one, because they're thinking you are going to hit a sideline like route. So to me, that was your best opportunity to fucking hell Mary it down into the end. zone. I get your 40 yards out. It's not ideal, but if it's you, better than what you're going to run to. Exactly. It's, it's really your best option because they think you're going out of bounds. So the best case scenario is hail Mary. The opposite. And if you don't catch it, the clock stops and you get another fucking shot. Yeah. I mean, that to me is the most obvious thing. And again, I'm yeah. not a fucking coach. I'm sure somebody's going to come and have something better to say than me. I don't care. That was like of all the plays you could run one of the last things. Yeah. So here's my question too. So like say the play would have worked, say he was down five yards before that and they had 10 seconds left. They're just going to now have to throw a pass into the end zone Right. But you're just, you're five, 10 yards closer or whatever. So it's more manageable, but yes, no, exactly. That's my point. I'm like, like, what's the difference in doing what you said and just doing like two pass plays or like recognizing the defense or something, as opposed to. I mean, the difference is your first pass, assuming you're wanting to catch it, you'd have to get out of bounds, which again is a better option than running. I, I, I mean, it is, but to me, fuck the, you've got the defense lined up on the sidelines fuck trying to do that just try to throw it the thing you got to be careful with though is they have to catch it in or around the end zone because you don't have enough time for them to catch it you know in in play of the field somewhere to where they have to run because then you're out of time but that's why I'm like the defense is expecting you to go sideline so fucking throw it into the end zone I don't know how they let us do the first two fucking plays getting the sideline yardage that we did. Like they, they let us fucking catch and go out of bounds, catch and go out of bounds. It took the third attempt, which we didn't end up doing for them to actually line up sideline. Well, and maybe they were just doing that to contain like far down the field. Right. Like, yeah. And it's a defense. I mean, I'm not trying to say like the defense would like not be able to cover like whatever still, but that's not what they were expecting with 14 seconds left. So to me, that's why we should have. Yeah. We definitely should not have run like that to me is just like, I will never get on board with that. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't get that. I'll never get that. I don't know that anybody will ever explain it. And I mean, again, we're focusing on this last play, which is obviously the cherry on the fucking Sunday of a Sunday. But I mean, we, we have to talk about, you know, the fucking penalties. I mean, the lack of discipline. I mean, that, I mean, we played like dog shit the first half. And then all of a sudden, again, like this is the problem. We do this constantly. We've talked about this multiple times now on several episodes. We're garbage time suckers. Like we can't play that way. We can't play like absolute dog shit and then decide when it's do or die time. That's when we're going to show up. We can't win that way. And we did it against, not against good teams. Like we pulled off a couple fucking hoodwinks, but like not against, not against Devo motherfucking Samuel y'all. And what's so frustrating too, is like, guys, what was it? 23 to 17. Yeah. That was the final one score. Sorry. Technically a touchdown at extra point, but that's not that bad. The way we played, if we would have just played like we did the week before, or you know what I mean? If we would have played two halves, like the second half, 
why wouldn't we have right. won that game? Like yeah. they have an incredible team that's trending up right now, defensively and offensively. And we still were only seven points behind them. Yeah. But San Francisco played like dog shit though, too. Like they gave us every opportunity to win that game. That yeah. was also like a factor is like San Francisco played great coming out of the first half. And then for whatever reason, they decided to just play like absolute fucking dog shit the second half and they were literally like nope here you go we'll give a we'll give you another chance like on a silver platter they're literally like trying to hand us the game and we can't fucking fumble our fucking shit together enough to score a goddamn touchdown yeah no it's um it was bad to watch it was not good it was Um, yeah it was very hard and i mean and it's not even like it's not even that we lost the game. Had we fought and fought and like both teams played great and we still lost, that would be one thing. But it's just how we lose and how we continue to do this, not year over year, but now the past 25 years, we've got a handful or so of opportunities. Uh-huh. And each one we somehow fucking choke in the most theatrical fashion of all time it's just like how is this still happening it's one thing you know you you go back to like the tony romo days that was tough so this is probably the most comparable but the talent and the money and the efforts and the everything that is sucked into this team right now there is no reason that team should be playing at the caliber that they played on sunday and several other games this season but not you know there was certainly a time when we were looking better and impressive and as we should and I don't even know that if we were playing at that level that we would win the Super Bowl but at least we could say like we tried that wasn't trying that was failing yeah it was not good it was oh yeah one thing I am frustrated about a little bit though I didn't see a whole lot on it but so like, obviously the internet's blowing up with like Dak encouraging the fans to throw oh, trash yeah. and whatnot. And I just, in my opinion, I watched the whole interview and I get, I'm a Dak fan. I'm a Cowboy fan, but I just like, I don't, he obvious. Well, okay. So I guess my issue is really with Shannon Sharp and fucking Skip Bayless. I cannot well, stand. That's why we don't listen to them. They have to I, know. Say. I know, but the way they talked about it, I was like, holy shit, man, like this sucks. Like I'm like, I'm such a Dak fan and just want him. Like he's such a good person. Like he means all the blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, this sucks. So then I went and watched it and I was like, that's what they're fucking freaking out about. They literally said, Hey, so the fans were throwing trash water bottles and shit, like onto the field afterwards. What, how does that make you feel? And he goes, well, yeah, I mean, it's upsetting. It's disappointing when basically saying like how the whole, all these like football players, these athletes come out and put everything into a game and then their fans turn on them. Basically he's like, it sucks. Like it, you know, it kind of sucks. And they were like, well, I think they were throwing them at the refs and he's like, okay, well can get good on them or whatever he yeah. said. Like it, that was literally it. And then like people were laughing and he was like, yeah, good on them. In that moment, after a game like that, where he's still processing, and I get it, he's Dak Prescott. He has to be, he's held right. to a certain standard and he has to react that way. But I'm here to say, really, we're all going to fucking cancel Dak Prescott over that when there's like so many players in the NFL that deserve to be fucking canceled right now. Way worse things. And this is what we have to like. Skip Bayless really got me on one today. I'm like, 
I do not understand why people don't go after him for calling himself a fucking cowboy fan. You are not a cowboy fan. You don't give a shit about anything. You've done nothing but completely fuck people over in this organization since your time on earth. I had to go back and listen to what everybody was freaking out about. And I was with you like the whole time. I'm like, wait, what? And then, yeah, at the end, Dak says the comment about like, good, well, credit to them or whatever he said. I mean, it's not a good look for Dak. And no, yes, I mean, of sure. all like, I mean, we could sit here and throw other names and like these players have done this and yeah, it's way worse and blah, blah, blah. But point is, is that he should never, support anyone throwing trash at anyone else. And I don't either. And I think that was shameless. And I think Dak was coming out of a raw moment where he felt like, and might still feel like he was robbed of this moment because of the refs. I don't really see it that way. And I don't think a lot of people see it that way, but I think in the moment he did. So I think it's just like, that's the problem with press and media. And obviously that's what they're looking for, right? They're looking for that soundbite right after the play when he's super still emotional and hasn't processed it. And that's what they got. So it's one of those things where he needs to be aware of like what he's saying and what he's doing. And in no situation is a public figure, should he ever support that? But it was an honest moment though. Like, I mean, it's just what he felt in that moment. I'm not going to support it, but like, I'm also not going to like fry up the fucking skewers and like barbecue and roast him for it. And that's what I mean. And that's what I should have started with because I don't agree with that either. Cause I don't condone that. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And I do think that's it's trash. a sport from any, whether they're throwing them at the team or at the refs, like it's garbage. You shouldn't do it, but they ended up hitting our own fucking players. Like, yeah, I just really felt like they were doing a deep dig dive on like trying to make this such a bigger villain situation than it really was. Oh yeah. Like, that's exactly. That's media. About the refs. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's those two specifically. In well, my no, mind. exactly. That's why I'm like, why are you fucking even listening to them? Don't listen to them. Don't watch. No, them. I, I couldn't help people. myself. That was clickbait for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, what is all skippy? Which- I hate him so Which, much. I mean, let's be also fair. It's not like it was just Skip and Shannon Sharp who were posting that and saying that. Absolutely not. But that's why I just like to find other media outlets to listen to for my, like, sports information. Oh, yeah. No, I clickbaited that for sure. No, really? it's, yeah. Definitely not a good look. Yeah, definitely shouldn't have said that. But everything before I'm like, so you just completely ignore the rest of the 18-minute fucking conversation. Yeah, cool. of course. But... I was, I have a few things here like that are like just to kind of get through this since we definitely like just bounced around and just like aired out all of our grievances a little bit. Um, In terms of penalties, I think we ended up with like 14 total in that game. Our season ended with nearly 1600 total lost yards because of penalties. So for comparison's sake, that lost yardage total is more than four teams, individual rushing yards, Houston Texans, Atlanta Falcons, Miami Dolphins, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have more yards in total losses due to penalty than they had rushing. That makes me want to vomit. That's, that's unacceptable. That is is unacceptable. That makes me want to vomit. I do think it was like an interesting foresight into the meltdown. The fact that Vander Esch's name was spelt wrong on his Jersey. 
Yeah, I like, missed that. We all should have known, like, this. our fucking organization can't even spell our own players' right. names right, but goddamn, we've got, you know, the biggest stadium in the world. Thank God. You know, it's like, yeah. guys, let's get our priorities together and let's learn how to, like, I don't know, not have 14 penalties in a fucking game. So brutal. I don't know who the problem is, but there are obvious problems within our organization that are not going away or that we've got to fix. And I don't know where it is because there's part of me that wants to, like I said earlier, like go down the list. There's a lot of me that wants to blame Mike McCarthy. There's a lot of me that wants to blame Kellen Moore. There's a lot of me that wants to be mad at Dak right now. Yeah. I think the only guy, the only guy that I think that I can like come out of this season being like, if anybody deserves to be like head coach or fucking anything, it's Dan Quinn. You, we can take what we did last season and what our defense looked like this season. And we know like there was vast improvement. So like of anybody that I am now like team, we have to hold on to this person. It's Dan Quinn. I don't know where I stand with a lot of these other people. Yeah. Fair. We'll see what happens, right? This off season. I don't, I don't know what things start with, right? Like, for example, when the Giants fired Jason Garrett, I was like, I don't think that's really your problem, y'all. Like, well, exactly. Now, all now, obviously, like all these other people are gone from the Giants organization, and it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's what I don't. The new, I don't really get those. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's every organization's choice, but I don't know what our pecking order is. I know we kept Jason Garrett for like seven years too long. Yes. So. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it, you know, it very well could be the Jones family. And I think that's what makes it difficult for us to get a quality head coach is because who the fuck wants to sign on for this? Yeah. They know everyone knows how hard it is to deal with their shit. So why would they want to? And I don't know that Mike McCarthy's to blame, but I know that I have, I know that I have worries. I also know that like Kellen Moore, I think is a very, very like, vastly growing individual. And I think he's going to do good things. I don't really know that he has this head coach. I think the head coach talk is a little too premature Yeah, to be honest. Like, I think he's got a lot in his bag and we've given him a lot of credit, even on this podcast this year that I'm not taking away, but he's still very young. If anybody on this team or organization deserves to be head coach, it's Dan Quinn. Like that's all I'm leaving with. Yeah. I mean, I don't know either. I mean, he definitely is a killer defensive coordinator. I just, I don't know that I'm sold on him being a head coach again yet. He already did that. Didn't do a very good job of it. That's not all his fault though. Not all his fault. He was handed kind of garbage, but I'm just, I'm not saying I'm against it. I just don't know that I'm like 110% on board. I'm not either. I'm just saying, I definitely don't know that I'm on board with McCarthy. I'm not saying I'm not on board with Kellen Moore as an offensive coordinator, but the head coach stuff to me, little premature. The only person that I can say that I sat this season and saw, a, you know, this Improved. crazy improvement from last season to this season is the defense. Yeah. And we added Dan Quinn. Now yeah, I also I don't want to take away from the fact that like there has been crazy improvements on all sides from last year to this year, obviously injuries were a big part of that. So like, I don't want to totally throw Mike McCarthy under the bus. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, I'm not totally sold on him yet. And now I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Agreed. I'm definitely not either. We'll see. And maybe, and maybe we're still processing and I'm re overreacting. I mean, maybe nobody needs to go. I don't know. Like I'm just saying like what happened Sunday is 
wildly unacceptable and it cannot continue. And it's now as a Cowboy fan, we're past frustration. We're past like excuses. We need actual results. And I just am like, where are we going to find that? Yeah. And And I'm looking at it from a results-based standpoint. And I know I got results out of the Dan Quinn hire. That's where I'm like processing it mentally. Yeah. No, I see that. And I mean, selfishly, I kind of want what I'm saying to be true because I don't want him to get hired out somewhere else as a head coach. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Something has to change because we can't take this exact same team and go into next year and expect to do something different than we did this year. Right. I mean, and by team, I mean, organization, I mean, all the moving parts, not just our specific. I don't know. I mean, it sucks because from a bird's eye view, this team to me has so much potential. Yeah. But what happened is an organizational failure and meltdown. We've got to figure out where it is. Um, anyway, well, I guess we'll kind of move on. I think that's really all I had. Oh, well, I had actually, well, one more thing, just because this is driving me crazy. This always happens. I feel like with big games, there's always video that comes out of AT&T stadium of like them opening the gates and everyone flood rushing in as if it's like Macy's on black Friday. And then all these people on Twitter, or like all these people on the internet are like, yeah, like, why wouldn't I rush to my assigned seat? I just need to say, just yeah. for sake of saying it, if you don't understand AT&T, which, you know, Jerry's whole thing's packing that stadium as far deep as possible with as many people as possible. So there are standing room only seats that you can buy. It costs like 30, 40 bucks. And then you get into the stadium and there are like various sections where you can go to watch the game and it's standing room only. That's what those people are rushing towards. They're not actual seat holders. So like, I just need to say that because it's like every fucking human is like questioning that. The other thing is credit to me. I shredded the entire roof of my mouth on Sunday because the one like quarter, and I don't even know that was a full quarter that we actually played well, like the second quarter or whatever it was. Yeah. I was eating Buffalo chicken dip. And then in the third quarter, I put it away because I was full. And then in the fourth quarter, I put it back out in hopes that we would turn it around and we were turning it around. So I just continuously was eating (laughs) those Tino's scoops and I shredded the entire roof of my mouth in, in my superstition of thinking that I somehow had dog in the fight and then we still fucking lost. So thanks guys. I'm really mad about that. It's really hardcore. And all the carbs that I ate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was uh, stress drinking and eating myself. Yeah. I should have drank, but I didn't. I was just sitting on the couch, like crying. I wish, I also wish there was a live footage, live feed of me whenever we, what play was that when like, we thought like, no, no, no. It was earlier, like kind of in the start of our turnaround, the second, you know, turnaround when like, we thought we maybe like intercepted it or turned the ball over. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember exactly who was involved, but we thought we had turned the ball over or like, I think the general public thought we turned the ball over, but 
I saw that ball hit the ground and I knew that we didn't. So I was like, I literally almost started crying because I was like, it's not real. I was like, I just wish I, it was a very funny moment in my, me just being here by myself that I wish I caught on camera because I was like, it's not real. It's not real. And then I was like tearing up because I knew it wasn't real, but everyone was celebrating. And like, all I wanted to do was celebrate. And I knew it was kind of, I knew it was going to get overturned. Yeah, it was, it was, I just said that was depressing. Yeah, no, that was a very heartbreaking moment. That would have been a huge, huge overturn or turnover at the time that we really could have used, but I, saw it hit the ground so I was pretty fucking sure it was going back um but anyway we'll move on I feel like we've beat this dead horse like obviously we need to get our thoughts out our therapy so if you're still with us yeah sorry congrats to you um you're the real MVP um but we'll just kind of talk about like the outlooks now for divisional round I kind of want to like talk through my gambling a little bit just because I did really well this weekend. So I want to like talk about it, but obviously, so this last week, I think a lot of people were heavy on the underdogs in terms of gambling. I like thought there were a few that I liked from like a lean perspective. And then once I actually sat down and did the analysis of it all, which, you know, is why it's nice when you only have a set number of games, because it's just so much easier to manage. I was actually really heavy favorite. So the only game that I didn't gamble on was the Cowboys game. Cause I was like, not even messing with anything in the universe yeah. on that. I went all the favorites and all the favorites won. And then I also doubled down on it and went first half lines on all of them because my thought process was just, I think all of these favorites are going to come out early and kill them first, like up front. And then I felt like there was a chance, like everyone then would garbage time at the end, but it worked out really well for me. So I was just impressed because last year, I think in this first wild card round, I went like one in five and it was awful. So like, I was actually happy that like, I, all of my picks went in the direction of the team that I picked. The only one I didn't actually post was the Steelers chiefs, but I was on the chiefs on that one as well. We also put out a really wild parlay that was just kind of like a fun thing that we did. We might continue to do that. It was just like anytime touchdown scores, but I kind of fucked it up. And then like, also like Jamar chase didn't score and Hunter Renfro didn't yeah, it score. Yeah. It worked I'd have just been them too. Otherwise it would have hit, but it was like $10 to win 4,000. Yeah. And who would have thought of all fucking people, Jamar Chase wasn't going to score a touchdown. Like he was like the one that I was like, well, he definitely will. Yeah. But, and then in terms of like looking ahead, we've got the divisional round now, which is Saturday at three Bengals Titans. And then Saturday night, seven 15 is Niners Packers Sunday, 2 PM Rams Bucks. And then Sunday, 5.30 p.m., Bills, Chiefs, which that's all Central Standard Time. I think the Bengals-Titans is, like, the hardest game for me to even, like, analyze just because the Titans are that number one seed and nobody's talking about them, which, you know, I think makes them, like, a large threat right now. But it's hard because we haven't seen them play and Derrick Henry's coming back. 
and you just don't know what that's going to be like. And the Bengals, again, are looking so good. They seem super confident. That one is scary to me. I might stay away from that one. Yeah. Niners Packers. I think there's a lot of people who are like coming off this thinking like the Niners are going to be a great underdog this week. I disagree. I think this is like a don't overthink it kind of game. I think Green Bay is going to cover the five and a half that it is right now easily. Like the Niners won, but they did not play very well. And I just. I do think there is a little bit of an argument that like the Packers and the Niners will match up well in that the Niners like will have the Packers um, in terms of like a defensive strategy, but I still think the Packers win and I'm, I'm probably just going to take the Packers there. Well, fun fact, uh, Aaron Rodgers has never beat the 49ers in playoffs. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. So, yes, there is a very riddled history between these two teams for postseason. Aaron Rodgers not being successful. So that is something to think about. The other thing to think about is the weather, though. They're playing in or at Lambeau, and it's supposed to be 19 degrees and possibly snowing. So I'm definitely Packers all the way there, too, in that case. We'll kind of have to see, but if I am going to take the Packers, I'm going to try to take them very soon because I imagine that line's going to move. Yeah, All of these things I'm saying right now are just the way I'm leaning and why I'm leaning that way. It's not my official play. The official play will come out on Twitter this weekend. Rams, Bucks. I mean, I think this could be a very good game. This is one of the games that scares me just because, like I said earlier, I think if the Rams can keep it together, they can be very destructive. But I also feel like I learned my lesson last year about betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I just don't know that I can do it. I don't know. And then the final game, which I think is probably the biggest matchup of the weekend, is going to be Bill's Chiefs. This will be a big rematch from last year. Bill's be ready. I don't know. It's hard. This is going to be a tough one to cap, too. I just, Right now, I'm picking this as the upset for the weekend. I really like a lot of the other, I like the other three. Well, I don't know, because I really can't pick Bengals, Titans. But if I had to pick today, I'd probably go Titans. So I like this as my only like underdog. And I'm, the line is only two. So like, I would pick the Bills to win their money line. All right. But again, that's just my lean. I don't really know, but running through it, that's how I feel. I'm going to do more research and analyze because that's what I did this past week and I got them all right. And sometimes like that's the problem. And that's why so many people were heavy underdogs in this wild card round is because like, it's a trap. Like it's so trappy and you see that positive and how much money you could win And you're like, yeah, the Steelers can get within 12 points without realizing like, yeah, but the Chiefs also have Travis fucking Kelsey. Like, you know, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, none of us ever know what's actually going to happen, but don't fall for the trap. The problem now though, is all the favorites were so heavy last week that then it makes you question, right? Fuck what this week, are we going to see a lot of underdogs prevail or at least cover? Yeah, But the lines are very small. This is a very, very, very heavy playing field that we're dealing with, which we haven't seen like these small of lines in the divisional round in a long time. 
because yeah. everyone's stacked. So these are going to be really good games, I think. And I'm very excited to move on now to the next week. So yeah. anyway, I mean, um, do you want to take a stab at who you think is going to win the Super Bowl right now? I honestly, I couldn't tell you who I think is going to be in the Super Bowl. Like more I can it. tell you that my hope is that it's, I literally don't care as long as it's not the Packers. Like, well, that's how, that's any one of these teams could be in as long as it's not the Packers. I would be fine with it. Yeah. I would really love to see no Bill. Brady, no, no. Bill's 49ers. Yeah. Bill's 49ers. Well, I don't even want the 49ers. I'd rather. See I do. My- they beat us. I'd rather them go on and win the Super Bowl. That's true. That is what you should root for. And I guess too, when you think about it, it'd have to be either the Niners or the Rams because I'd be fine with the Rams, but yeah, I I wouldn't be mad at the Rams, especially with Matt Stafford, you know, like that whole ordeal, which we didn't talk about credit to him did amazing. Like, well, he, yeah, he and Odell Beckham, those are their first playoff wins. Yeah, no, that was, I was so happy for them. And that was like a, not only a North Texas um quarterback matchup but a hot coach matchup game totally was (laughs) i forgot about all these things until now (laughs) now that we we like blew past those games earlier now i'm like oh yeah i forgot um but i would be fine with anybody being in it except the packers i really don't want them in it i would rather see tom brady not in it or the chiefs personally just because i would love to see the bills in it but i feel like aren't we supposed to root for an NFC team to like win? So, but I'm my, I'm probably going to be like, I'm probably going to be rooting for the bills, but also like, like, again, the Bengals even having a chance is cool. Like I'm just going to go super underdog. Cool. I like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think the bills chiefs, whoever wins that game, I think will probably most likely be in it. But yeah. it's also hard because, again, the Titans, it's like everyone's literally just writing them off, and I have no idea why. Yeah. And fun fact, I didn't even think about it until yesterday. I'm going to be in Nashville for the Super Bowl. So, like, if the yeah. Titans are in the Super Bowl, that's going to be fucking wild. Yeah, it will be. I think that's why people are just writing them off because they have a really shitty division. Oh, <laughs> So it's like, of course, they should have won their division because they have like the Texans. And, yeah, but they're the, still the number one seed. And no, for sure. No, for they, sure. That was yeah, like, it's just funny that like nobody's talking about them, especially with Derrick Henry coming back, especially with A.J. Brown coming back. But again, that also makes it for a risky situation because you don't know with them not playing together, like, is that going to be good or bad? So it's like, that's why that game is very difficult for me. And I may go no play on that game because it's difficult. It's tough because the Bengals look great and the Titans you'd think would win, but you don't know. Hmm. Totes agree. Yeah. But anyway, that's it. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? Um I don't. Who are you rooting for? Are you going Chiefs? I mean, they are my second team. I haven't rooted for them all year because I've been just focusing all my energy on the Cowboys. For- but I honestly, like, I don't give a shit this year. I just don't want it to be the Packers. I'd be totally yeah. fine with the 49ers or the Rams going yeah. and or winning. And I'd be fine with the Chiefs or Bills. 
It's difficult because I am more. In the Bengals, I wouldn't hate that. I'm yeah, still... I wouldn't be mad about that either. Like I said, I'm I'm kind of the same. Like I'm like anybody but the Packers. Please, thanks. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and end it. Get out of here. I think we've gone just exhausted about... our efforts. Yeah, I know. All right. Thanks everyone for joining. Please uh, go like, subscribe, rate, review, blah Tell blah blah. Tell your friend, tell your fan, tell a family member, telephone, all the things. Yes. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay.